Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God as we continue our parts and segments on this topic, the Lamb of God. Uh, you know, I want to just review for a second that we might understand and continue to understand the purpose of these messages, and that is to focus every heart on Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Lamb of God. Whether you are a believer or unbeliever, whether you are born again or you're continuing to reject the Word of God, the Gospel, and the Lamb of God, it is the purpose of these messages to focus. The Lord has given us these messages to focus our hearts back on and on the Lamb of God. That is the purpose of these messages, and we must not lose that, that focus on the purpose. Uh, you know, as the Word of God has continued to speak to our hearts so far, it has revealed to us in these many parts, many segments, the person and purpose of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The Word of God has set forth the foundation of all faith there in Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, it has revealed to us through the Word of God, through several scriptures, that our hearts are desperately wicked. And what comes from our hearts, which is sin itself, defiles us and condemns us before a holy and righteous God. Not only that, but in Genesis chapter 1, uh, the Word of God revealed God's perfect creation there in the beginning where there was no sin present. Uh, not only that, but Genesis chapter 2 revealed God's creation of and perfect relationship and unbroken fellowship with man as he created him uh, in a spiritual light and life. He breathed his life, his breath into their 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 lungs and breathed his life into their bodies and the Holy Spirit uh, animated their bodies. They were spiritually alive, no sin present. Uh, not only that, but the Word of God finally so far has revealed that God did not create sin. Uh, behold, the Word of God tells us in Genesis chapter, chapter 1, verse 31, that God, as he looked upon all of his creation, he says, Behold, his creation was very good. It was exceedingly good. Now, today, as we enter into chapter 3, we will see that everything goes eternally wrong. We will see that everything goes eternally wrong. Uh, now, let's read the Word of God here as we begin. I, I like to, to establish the authority of what we're talking about by reading the Word of God. And I'd ask you, if you have your Bible, turn over to chapter 3 of Genesis. If you have a mobile device or computer, access Genesis chapter 3. And let's read along together the Word of God here. Excuse me. The Word of God begins here in chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Let's put emphasis on that. The serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. 
For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also under her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden of the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree wherever I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply the sorrow, thy sorrow and thy conception in sorrow. And thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall have rule over thee. And unto Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for out of it thou wast taken. For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also, and unto his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skin, and clothed them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take of the tree of life and eat and live forever, therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden a cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearts. As we enter into chapter 3, now I want to bring this to the forefront here. If you miss chapter 3 of Genesis, you miss something significant. You will realize that 
<clears throat> excuse me, you will realize this because if you read Genesis chapter 1 and 2 and you seek God's perfect creation where there was no sin and there was perfect fellowship and a perfect relationship relationship between man and God, you see all the perfect perfectness of God's creation there. And then you enter into chapter 4 without reading chapter 3, you realize, you will quickly realize there is something significant that happened. Let's look at chapter 4 to begin with, because you see, as you enter into chapter 4, you see the first murder. You see murder happening. You see life being told to God. The Word of God tells us here uh, in chapter 4, verse 1, and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, and but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And the Abel, he also brought the firstlings of his flock of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had no respect, and Cain was very wroth. And his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall he shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against his brother and slew him. This is the first murder in the word of God. So you see, we've gone from God's perfect creation, if you miss Genesis chapter 3, you wonder what in the world happened because we go from sin not being present now, right here in the beginning of chapter 4, we see the first murder. Then not only that, but we see man lying to God. And it says right here in verse 9 of chapter 4, And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. What, what did Cain say to God here? He lied to God. So we not only did he commit murder, he lies to God. Not, not as if God didn't already know, but God was wanting to see if Cain would confess of his sin. But Cain said, Am I bro my brother's keeper? I don't know where he's at. You go find him is basically what he was saying. Not only that, we see the first murder and the lying to God, which is sin. We see judgment. And the, the Lord right here is passing judgment upon Cain in verse 11. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which, thou, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A, a fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. Now, this is God's judgment upon Cain. But now, 
It gets even worse if you go over to chapter 6. Let's read a few verses here, and we will see the great uh, difference between God's perfect creation and where man is at this point. And it came to pass in verse 1 of chapter 6, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose and the lord said my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh yet his days shall be in 120 years so we see things going wrong to begin to go wrong here in verse 4 there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of god came in unto the daughters of men and they bare children to them the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from off the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Folks, when we have gone from God's perfect creation in Genesis chapter 2, 1 and 2, where there is no sin, behold, everything the Lord saw, it was very good. It was exceedingly good. There was a perfect fellowship, relationship with God between man and God. There was no brokenness there. There was no sin present. They were naked and they were not afraid, which speaks of the spiritual life that they had. No knowledge of, of evil and good. They, they were in a perfect state of uh, aliveness in the Lord. They were spiritually alive. Now we've gone from that from chapter 4 to murder and lying, and now we've gone to where man is so exceedingly wicked that it has God regrets that he has ever made them, and he is pronouncing his judgment that he will destroy man from off the face of the earth. Now in Noah, he would preserve the seed, the woman's seed that would bring forth our Savior, the Lamb of God. We'll get into this a little bit later as the Lord leads, but I want you to see there's so much significance on Genesis chapter 3. There is so much significance there because Genesis chapter 3 is where everything went eternally wrong as man separated himself through disobedience from God, through sin. This is where Satan, sin, and death come into the Word of God and into the history of mankind. Genesis chapter, if you recall in the last broadcast, we talked about the many beginnings that are recorded in the book of Genesis. It is the beginning or the definition of Genesis is origin or beginning. 
the the same thing happens in Genesis chapter 3 because in Genesis chapter 3 we see the beginning of all the truths that run through scripture concerning man's fallen relationships and God's plan uh, to redeem us. Genesis chapter 3 is the beginning of approximately 6,000 years of human history. It is the beginning of the devices of our enemy, Satan. Uh, it, and scripture, will we will see, identifies him and his devices against us and his hatred toward God. Uh, Genesis chapter 3 is the entrance of sin and death into the world, as we have talked about already, but we will see in greater detail. Not only that, but Genesis is the beginning of prophecy, as all prophecy begins here, as God says, uh, that he, there will be enmity between the seed, singular, of the woman and the seed of the serpent, which is none other than Satan. Not only that, Genesis chapter 3 is the beginning of the story of prophecy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Genesis 3 is the beginning of blood atonement. Blood shed for the first time on earth in this chapter, Sub substitutionary atonement is the beginning of substitutionary atonement as God's grace is brought before us in the light of sinning man that's in verse 21 we will see as an innocent animal's blood is shed to cover the shame of Adam and Eve Genesis chapter 3 is the beginning of all that we believe all that we believe as it is man's separation from God and God's redemptive plan develops through the rest of Scripture. Genesis chapter 3 brings in the beginning of Satan, sin, and death into the world and man's separation from God. Notice I said man's separation from God, not God's separation from man. Man separated himself through disobedience and sinning against God by giving in to the deception of Satan, as we will find. But not only that, praise God, it brings in the beginning of God's grace and his eternal redemptive plan for us through the seed of the woman. Therefore, it brings in the beginning of the eternal victory of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Lamb of God. By his cross, we will see this prophesied here in Genesis chapter 3 over, and this is his victory, the beginning of his victory over the powers of Satan, which he has over mankind, which is sin and death. Thank you so much for joining me today. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you, and I look forward to the next time that we can join together and share in a word from the word of God. God bless.